today we have a very very interesting personality i've known uh, ramesh for i think close to 15 or maybe 20 years now i have immense respect for ramesh and binu who run uh, an, an ngo called balutsav uh, primarily because both of them come from corporate sectors very well to do great jobs exceeding in their careers and one fine day somewhere in 2009 they decided to hang their boots and not start a business but start a for impact uh, organization that focuses on different things but primarily focused on uh, children's education without any further ado let me welcome ramesh balsundram this is the employee engagement podcast Hey there, I'm Srikant Acharya, CEO at Offineeds.com and on this show, I interview seasoned professionals and authors who have a ton of experience with recruiting, managing and growing large teams. You'll get to learn from them new strategies, philosophies, case studies and anecdotes that will help you improve employee engagement in your own organization. Let's get straight into it. Hello there. Very, very good evening to everyone. I'm Srikanta Acharya. I'm the CEO at Offineeds.com and I want to welcome you to the 15th episode of Employee Engagement Live. So what is really Employee Engagement Live? So we know the post the pandemic, everybody's working from home, working remotely and uh, employee engagement, even before that, was a very, very tough topic making sure that employees are engaged, excited about what it is that they do and fully get up to contribute towards the goal of the organization. That was a challenge in the first place, but with remote working and with everyone working from home, that's become even more tougher, making HR and corporate communication managers' lives very, very difficult. So uh, what I decided to do is I started, I uh, because of the nature of work that I do, I get to work with the uh, uh, HRs and corporate communication managers and leaders of large organizations and I get to work very closely and observe what they do to improve employee engagement within their own organization. So this is an initiative where I start to I started to interview them and ask them what it is that they do to improve employee engagement, especially in these work from home situations. So we've completed 15. Um, this is the 15th episode and I try to bring experts and uh, seasoned professionals and talk about uh, initiatives and ideas to improve employee engagement. Today's episode is going to be very, very exciting. Before I bring on the guest, I want to take a minute to thank all of you for taking your time out and joining this, uh, this, this session. I know it's a Friday evening. You're about to wrap up your work. There's probably a dozen other things that you could be doing, but the fact that you've taken your time out and you're coming here to listen to uh, me and to the guest means a lot and i'm going to do my best to make sure it's great value for your time so today we have a very very interesting personality i've known uh, ramesh for i think close to 15 or maybe 20 years now i have immense respect for ramesh and binu who run uh, an, an ngo called balutsav uh, primarily because both of them come from corporate sectors very well to do great jobs exceeding in their careers and one fine day Somewhere in 2009, they decided to hang their boots and not start a business, but start a for impact uh, organization that focuses on different things, but primarily focused on uh, children's education. So uh, Ramesh has worked with multiple organizations, AOL being one of the most significant ones. And, and after 
2009, he's been a part of multiple um, NGOs and, and different kind of activities which, which impact the society that we live in. Without any further ado, let me welcome Ramesh Balsundram. Ramesh, welcome to Employee Engagement Live. Thank you, Shikhan, for having me over. Awesome. Awesome. So let me ask the first question that I ask everyone on this show, Ramesh. Ramesh, what, according to you, is employee engagement? Thank you. Uh, excited to be part of the 15th episode of Employee Engagement and uh, uh, to uh, share some of the learnings we've had over the last 12 years with you, Shikant. Uh, employee engagement really is about being fully included as a member of the team, right? Focused yeah. on uh, clear goals, uh, being trusted, being empowered, uh, receiving regular and constructive uh, communication and feedback, supported in developing new skills, and most importantly, being recognized for uh, achievement. Yeah, yeah, absolutely spot on. I think you 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 nailed all the aspects that that's there. But I think one today's conversation is going to really revolve around uh, CSR and how CSR can help improve employee engagement. Before we get there, let me once again uh, remind my remind the audience here once again. Thank you so much for coming in. And uh, if you have any anything to say, if nothing, just say a hi and and uh, cheer us up right there in the comment box. And when you have questions, you can type those questions. I'm going to try to point those questions to Ramesh towards the end of the show. So with that, Ramesh, um, tell us a little bit about um, uh, CSR. All of us know is corporate social responsibility, but but tell us a little bit more about you know, why they do it and what's the impact and what are the kind of projects that they're doing. And after that, let's get into how that can help improve employee engagement. Thank you. So um, CSR now, I think, is, is, a, is a household name. But when we when we started off, CSR was still, uh, I wouldn't even say it was in the nascent stages. Uh, it, it was still a, a word that uh, perhaps was about uh, doing good at some point of time, not in a very structured format. Uh, it was extremely interesting for India to have taken up this uh, uh, role to actually make CSR in a very structured format. We were amongst the first countries, or we were the first country to go out and mandate corporate social responsibility. Right? Um, that uh, has had far, like, no, exceedingly far ramifications. It's it's changed the way uh, philanthropy was done. It's it's changed the way corporates participate in uh, uh, in social good and for purpose organizations. And uh, it has also sown the seeds for a lot of employees in these organizations to be engaged and to play a very constructive role uh, in being able to bring uh, India Inc. and uh, 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 the, the, some of the problems that India faces together in a, in a common platform to uh, uh, take problem solving in a structured fashion. Yeah, perfect. So what are the kind of projects that, that organizations are doing uh, as a part of CSR? So uh, we've We've had a variety of uh, uh, ways in which we've engaged. Uh, we work with about 60 companies as a part of their uh, CSR engagement um, uh, from, from micro and small enterprises to some of the largest uh, names in the India uh, Inc. space. Uh, we've right. seen uh, each of them take a different path to be able to get this on. Uh -huh. uh, some really um, uh, like you know, simple touch points where uh, employees plug out for a couple of hours a day. This could be like you now each one commits to taking up a little time. So from some extremely simple exercises of uh, employees plugging out to come out and uh, facilitate an entire sports day event for uh, for school children, right? You know, so something uh -huh. as as simple as that. Because while for a lot of us uh, who've had 
the privilege of uh, 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 being educated and educated in some of the uh, better known schools uh, for a bulk of india children there isn't anything like that like, you know? so to be able to come back and facilitate uh, a sports day like you know actually run the whole thing uh, from planning it to setting up mm-hmm. the field to uh, carrying it out and and then giving away uh, prizes to uh, uh, just about 3 weeks ago we finished a, a, a creation of a forest a mini forest inside a school right nice. so where each employee came in and uh, uh, put together like you know, a group of employees came together and and uh, planted about 1000 trees in a school and made it about two such schools of sorts uh we've okay. had uh, also employees do something slightly more long term and um, uh, a little more strenuous um two years ago uh, we introduced this idea where we have an employee uh, or a group of employees who come together and actually paint uh, an entire school you know so mm-hmm. you had about 35 40 people lined up at the school every morning uh, pick a few classrooms clean it scrub it paint it and leave it uh, leave it with a new coat of paint per se you know so right. from a simple um, uh, labor intensive mechanisms of this sort to uh, elements where we've had uh, organizations take sabbaticals to work with us as a part of their csr initiative uh, mm. where they've been able to plug out uh, anything between 2 to 6 weeks some of them working on strategy i mean organizations in the uh, uh, in, in the in the in the financial space for example actually coming and looking at our numbers uh, mm. trying to financial strategy uh, in, into what we could do what we are doing and how to uh, build better uh, processes and control systems to be able to take this on uh, right. interestingly with another uh, major in the uh, banking and financial services space uh, we even had instances where they actually have about a six month project where beyond mm. office as they get their employees to actually go out and build technology for us right awesome so we had some people build an entire model on our scholarship we have a very efficient scholarship mechanism that we give away typically to the top 1% of children get coming out of government schools right so right. we've had uh, uh, a group of organizations that actually took it upon themselves to just go out and build the technology right uh, awesome. so it it works like a, a typical a ticket booking service in in a, in a theater but uh, okay. a child can pick up uh, or make a choice of which schools they are aspire to get into uh, mm. and um, uh, choose a location that's closest to to their home and and then go out and uh, perhaps uh, uh, get admitted uh, based on uh, certain conditions and 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 study in in a school which is absolutely aspirational uh, for free at no cost right right so we, awesome we see the right to of of all of this uh, uh, with some companies even getting to a point of saying for every hour each uh, employee volunteers they mm-hmm. got a matching uh, amount like you know, mm. uh, a certain amount of dollars uh, okay. that they would get for for every right. volunteer hour committed and and deliver on craft right right interesting these are these are all interesting ways i've i've even come across uh, organizations uh, you know having smart watches on 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 uh, you know fitness trackers on and saying whoever walks so many steps will will donate so right. much to the ngo and there are plenty of innovative ways where where employees are being engaged uh, uh, you know to offer to to contribute or volunteer towards um, an impact or an or a particular cause right so let's talk a little bit about that because i've come across a lot of statistics and a lot of reports that indicate that a certain that there is there is a measurable impact of uh, 
organizations encouraging their employees to volunteer for certain projects and the impact is in the form of uh, in the form of reduced attrition in the form of longevity in the form of a more meaningful connection so what's your take or what's your observation uh, in that space what what impact have you seen when employees uh, become a part of the organization's csr and it's not just a strategy and somebody at the top doing something right so uh, shikant i think this is a fabulous coming together of uh, the corporates uh, and 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 this is a, a classic example of public private partnership really right uh, we have instances of uh, people coming together uh, in an organization so they already share a certain culture they share a certain um, uh, ethos in in what what they do and what they don't and right. to be able to then pick up structured work right so uh, there there is just so much that needs to be done and for organizations to be able to facilitate that like you not know, throw a skeletal around and say hey these are organizations uh, that are vetted we 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 work with uh, and then be able to make it available to the employees for them to make mm. structured and focused commitments in terms of this is is huge number one mm. so this also gives rise to uh, what i would typically call a win 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 model right now mm. for the for the employees it's it's about uh, appreciating what they already have um mm. uh, for them to be able to take a sneak peek of what's uh, what's possibly out there that they haven't seen as yet and right. also to be able to understand and appreciate the existing systems that already are there and contribute in a much larger fashion to take this on to uh, the companies itself uh, it it's it's about sowing social good into the minds of uh, people it's about ensuring that uh, they understand and appreciate the role that the company uh, and the money that they spend um, and the difference that it can bring about on ground and also be able to uh, get to see uh, for for their employees to get to see first hand the impact that the business is making uh, in terms of social good and in terms of uh long term and sustainable interventions right now for uh, for the community for the ngos i think it's uh, it's a fabulous way to be able to receive some of the support right to be able to see some of the work happen on ground uh, for for them to be able to go out and um, uh, establish these partnerships to be able to uh, bring about change on the ground uh, both in terms of resources in terms of people and in terms of uh, bringing in long term commitment So, so like like I said, it's it's an absolute coming together of uh, yeah. uh, a win-win for the employees, for the corporates, and for the NGO uh, uh, itself. Absolutely. Because uh, I, I I cannot imagine or or see another place where the three can actually come together, blend in, yeah. and uh, result in long-term uh, sustainable uh, interventions. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. It can catapult uh, uh, them into into a new journey altogether. Yeah. Absolutely. we we as an organization we are a relatively small organization and on uh, on a few occasions one at, at a certain frequency we try to uh, you know um, we have done different initiatives but one of the most uh, uh, moving experiences that we had is we took our entire organization to uh, uh, to um, uh, a, a, a place where you know the orphanage uh, where there were kids from as young as uh 6 months or 1 year or something and as old as uh 10 12 years and we did we spent an entire day with them there was there were like projects that were set up and all of those kind of things and it it was a very very uh, touching experience we made uh, a reasonable amount of donations and all of that stuff but the time that we spent with those kids was um i i don't know if it was service to the kids but it was really touching and really moving for the entire organization and everybody within the team 
could could really feel and they could connect back saying hey look if, if about 15 20 years back i didn't have the privileges that i have now and i'm really happy to be contributing and it opens up a new dimension and because of that i think uh, it it helps the it helps them connect feel more proud about the organization that they are working with and uh, you know want wants the makes them want to work longer and uh, contribute longer uh, th their job overall feels much more uh, meaningful right when when that kind of an impact is happening that that's the impact that i've seen uh, from an employee point of view do you have any examples ramesh that you've seen i'm sure there are plenty of employees who come and volunteer in different uh, different capacities in some of your projects can you think of one or two examples where where you've seen something profound uh, quite a few of them, Prashikant. I'm glad uh, you all did what you did because uh, it's, it's always one thing to read about it or hear about it, but uh, it's, it's completely another thing to go out and uh, uh, see some of the work that can be done uh, uh, firsthand. Right. Uh, so we've, we've had instances, for example, uh, a lot of our disaster response work that we do, uh, we've mm. been actively involved since 2015. Uh, we've even had instances when uh, the company decides to take up uh, elements like this. Uh, we've had uh, some of the employees take up this responsibility of saying, hey, whatever the company is doing, they will continue to do. But I want to be able to carry this material and go to my hometown and be able to make available some of these resources for uh, um, mm people in my community or people from my village who are, who are affected and resources haven't been able to reach out to them, right? You mean uh, during floods and things like that? During floods and stuff like that, right? So we've, uh, I mean, I, I should place this on record. We've even had an instance where uh, somebody worked for, uh, like, you know, uh, finished their shift, decided to come over and uh, accompany, like, you know, carry the material, went all the way to Belgaum, right? Which is quite uh, a, a distance from here in an overnight bus sat with the, in, in the same truck, uh, 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 traveled for about 14, 15 hours, got off that morning and continued to stay uh, in, the, uh, in, the, in, the, in the flood affected region, carrying out all the, all the work that we, had, uh, that we had planned, right? So it's not just about companies writing off checks, it's not about a CSR at the top level um, saying that we need to be involved, but uh, even to be able to plant that seed of responsibility and uh, for employees to be able to step up and say, hey, my company is doing what, what it's doing, but I want to be able to go out and be uh, in the midst of action. And I, I think uh, so, some of these are, are fabulous uh, exercises to take this on. Um, we, we've uh, engaged with a whole bunch of corporates, uh, especially with our uh, uh, disaster work, where we end up seeing uh, hundreds of them come together to be able to pack raw materials and send it out to disaster-affected mm. areas. You know? yeah. uh, these are mammoth uh, tasks, like you know, where we are typically sending out, uh, say, say about say about 100 tons of material a day, and that mm. cannot happen uh, with just us or or, or our uh, our team members alone. It's, it's always about hundreds of people coming together, spending their uh, weekends. Uh, spending their weekdays, being able to pack this, put it out together, uh, clearly being available and aware of the fact that it's going to be making uh, some tremendous difference to people affected. Yeah, absolutely. I've, see, I've seen those uh, videos and I've had the fortune of coming over and seeing some of the warehouses where you worked, where you were packaging uh, relief material during floods as well as during the pandemic, the rations and all of those kind of things, right? So it's, it's really uh, moving what you guys do. I'm super proud of you. Uh, uh, Ramesh, uh, on that note, I want to ask. I, I want to ask a question. The different ways in which employees can contribute, right? As an organization, you can contribute monetarily. You spoke about uh, physically being there, things, volunteering, and and doing some kind of a training activity like workshops and all of those kind of things. You spoke about doing physical work, right? 
things like uh, things like building schools or toilets or cleaning or painting or any of those kind of things. But what caught my interest is you talked about uh, uh, contributing technologically, working on some projects. Let's talk a little bit about that because because that's something probably organizations can do in a meaningful way. Now, uh, I don't. I let in a minute. Let's talk a little about you know how people can volunteer uh, while working remotely. Uh, maybe offering some kind of a tech-enabled solution or, or building some technology for NGOs could be one of them. So tell me a little bit about what, what were those projects. I know you gave some insight, but a little more, um, what, what kind of work can be done? Yeah, so we, we are seeing an increasing amount of people uh, take take to this route, and, and that's a very encouraging sign for us to get uh, started off with. Uh, we, we've uh, engaged about two or three very interesting models in what we've done. Uh, earlier on, I think this is as early as 2014, we were typically trying to uh, transition out of the out-of-school children's space that we used to work with and move right. absolutely into, uh, into into government schools. And, and that's what we've been doing now for, uh, for some time. Mm -hmm. Right. So we've actually had uh, 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 a German tech giant uh, have some of their people uh, get onto a sabbatical, you know, uh, a three-week sabbatical, where they came together, understood the the challenges that we face uh, mm -hmm. with being able to attract children. Right now, out-of-school children typically work on what is called the multi-grade, multi. -grade, multi uh, uh, multi-level model, which means uh, uh, we, we could have a student A, 10 years, never been into school. We could have student B, 8 years, never been into school. Student C, 12 years, never been into school. All of them in the same class, right? Mm, so the pace right. at which they would all be learning is very different, but uh, they're all in, in different classes or in different age groups, and they should be going into different classes. So mm. uh, to be able to build a, a solution, right, uh, uh, to, do, to track them manually, uh, and then be able to understand their milestones and uh, then be able to track as a Herculean task, right? So we've had ex mm. examples or, or instances where we've had people who can come in and build technology of that sort, number one. Um, mm. more, more, more recently, what we're doing uh, is currently engaging with uh, 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 a technology, a banking, banking firm, uh, mm -hmm. which is now going out and doing last mile connectivity for us for disaster response, right? So we built a very robust mechanism now to be able to see, uh, to be able to collect needs on the ground and then be able to go out and uh, fulfill the needs. Uh, this mm -hmm. is for people who are affected by the pandemic or natural disasters or otherwise. But mm -hmm. uh, we are now doing some, some uh, last mile connectivity where like you know, typically uh, we can just use a phone to snap a picture uh, capture maybe the other half details so uh, we can uh, increase the level of transparency and uh, and and tracking to a much larger extent. So if somebody, if, if Afi Needs is now going out and making a donation, they even know the number of people in which place uh, with an other half number of, of who has gotten benefits. Mm, okay. So, so okay. That's, that's going to be built, uh, that's that's getting built as we speak for about a, over a six-month window. Right. right. So we are missing a variety of exercises, and uh, the only thing that we need is if there is a commitment, uh, and we are able to uh, engage on the purpose. Right. So whether it's it's a two week stint uh, of of two or three members doing this, uh, or a forty member, fifty member team working on a six month project. I mean, we can identify ways on which this can happen. And right. uh, uh, for a lot of them who just been building technology, maybe to. Uh, 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 to get certain businesses to run faster or, or, or to look at other elements, uh, end up feeling extremely satisfied, uh, end up feeling extremely engaged in being able to build some of these solutions which make uh, phenomenal differences on the ground. Right, right. Awesome. 
Fantastic. I, I completely hear uh, what you're saying. You you also talked about some people who are taking sabbaticals. So I want to understand a little bit about this, right? So are, are companies encouraging their employees to take sabbaticals or employees are doing it on their own? Tell me a little bit about this. So uh, it's, it's an interesting space. Um, uh, there is still a lot of uh, uh, sabbatical models that are evolving. Uh, mm -hmm. There have been certain companies that have almost uh, kind of mastered this now, having done this for about four or five years. Uh, but this is setting up a very new template now because mm -hmm. uh, until uh, until not a long ago, uh, sabbatical always meant, or at least when I, I gave up my corporate job to, to move into this, it always meant that you had to stop what you were doing, uh, make a switch into this and, and, uh, and try this. And if it doesn't work, you had to go back, right? Social sabbatical right. sets a very interesting tone because you continue to do exactly what you're doing. And uh, the company is able to offset anything between a few weeks to a few months for people mm -hmm. to be able to plug out. Uh, to go out and um, and contribute and contribute meaningfully, and uh, if they still want to go out and um, uh, take a plunge uh, into the sector, they, they are available to do this, right? So, um, uh, to, to to be to be precise, uh, SAP, for example, has even a dedicated global team that only does uh, uh, social sabbaticals. Right. Okay. So we, we've got we've got uh, uh, companies like this which have been in the space for some time now. Uh, we've engaged with the SAP team uh, ever since the first time they uh, uh, they've had a social sabbatical. But we also are now seeing this increasingly as a template where more and more people are willing to come in and and try and right. see uh, how they can get their employees to take this on. Right. 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 Okay. Awesome. That's that's pretty interesting. This podcast is an Offineeds.com initiative. Offineeds is a leading corporate gifting company based in India. Offineeds specializes in custom-made new joiny kits, offering guaranteed home delivery of corporate gifts, setting up and managing official brand stores for companies, and gift voucher solutions from 100 plus brands for your company's top performers. Thank you for listening. I hope you got at least one or two ideas to execute in your own company. Stay tuned for a new employee engagement podcast every week. See you soon.